And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are the called according to his purpose. Pursuing Purpose, the podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Pursuing Purpose, the podcast. I am your host, Monique C. Baston, and in this episode, I interviewed Lakeisha Ditson. Lakeisha Ditson is a life coach who goes by the name The Breakthrough Strategist, and that is because Lakeisha is anointed to help people to break through. She helps individuals to break through in their lives. She helps organizations and companies and business owners to break through in their businesses. But I knew that she had a story to tell. You don't become the breakthrough strategist by not going through some things that you had to break through in your own life. And so I wanted to sit down with Lakeisha and hear more of her story and more of how she became the woman of God and life coach and breakthrough strategist that she is today. So let's take a listen to that interview now. Lakeisha, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to do this interview with me today. Let's start out with a few easy questions. Where are you originally from and what is your educational background? Thank you so much, Monique. I am so honored to be a part of your podcast on today. Um, I am originally from Miami, Florida, born and raised in Dade County, who most people know about Dade County. Educational background, I was able to finish high school, had some um, problems with college, but we did go to a trade school and um, um, got a certification as a certified life coach. So Lakeisha, tell me, when did your introduction to the Christian faith begin? Who first introduced you to God? And what was your Christian upbringing like in terms of church attendance and church involvement? Well, for many of us, I am Generation X. So, you know, grandmother Nam took us to church. (laughs) (laughs) We were in church all day. As a matter of fact, one of my grandmothers was Baptist. The other one was Pentecostal. And so you can only imagine every other weekend I was with my grandma, Sarah, which was my father's mother. And then every other weekend I was with my grandmother, Estelle, which is my mother's mother. And we were in church every single Sunday. We were in Bible study every single. Wednesday we were in night service every single Sunday (laughs) so church has been a major part of my life I mean that's just the way we were raised in going to church not going to church was not an option for us we didn't get an opportunity to say no it was this is what you're doing today your church clothes was laid out on Saturday okay so that's that's how I was introduced to church through grandma (laughs) Nim. So what do you feel, Lakeisha, is your God-given purpose in life? And when did you first realize that? Monique, I love this question because we talk about God-given purpose. I love the word God-given. Some people just say purpose because some people create their own purpose for their own lives. And most people begin to struggle when they create their own purpose. My God-given purpose really wasn't revealed to me until, well, my God-given purpose was really made clear as an adult. But I was already operating in my God-given purpose as a child. My mother said I used to always get in trouble in school. So I was always a talker. Okay. So my my grades would be like a B1C, a B1D, you know. <laughs> I was always talking, so I knew that one of my purposes in life was to talk, was to enhance people's life. One of the main reasons I was getting in trouble was because I was getting up out of my seat going to help other students, right? Nobody didn't ask me to help them. So my God-given purpose was always, I was always doing it. However, it didn't become clear until I was an adult. And my God-given purpose, I would have to say, is enhancing and breaking women through in their everyday lives. 
Lakeisha, I know that you are known as a life coach and breakthrough strategist, and you just mentioned that about breaking women through. But what is your definition of a life coach and a breakthrough strategist? Educate our listeners and let them know. Well, that's a great question because we know that we hear life coaching a lot now. Right. Life coaching is very popular. A lot of people are getting on life coaching because they think it's a, a tool where you get to give your advice. Right. Life coaching is not about me giving you advice. Life coaching is me actually navigating you through self-awareness, through discovery. And so life coaching for me is very important because I feel like unless someone sit down with someone, it helps them connect the dots. Right. You know, I don't believe God created us to consume our own selves. And so he created us for purpose and purpose is to help somebody else. And so when you are sitting down with a life coach, it's awareness, it's connection. It's taking the thoughts in your head and mapping them out so you can have a strategy. And so people, we have been taught and from the church, you know, you don't need nobody but Jesus. Mm -hmm. Well, God has placed life coaches here on the earth to help you map out life. When we look at the scripture in Exodus chapter 18, we see where Jethro um, was playing a life coach to Moses. And people mm -hmm. don't look at that scripture like that. That's he good. asked them major questions. He was asking, hey, what are you really trying to accomplish here? And as life coaches, that's what we do. We ask our client, hey, what's the big idea? What are you trying to accomplish? Well, let me help you accomplish this goal by setting up a plan of action, right? right. And so the breakthrough strategist, I am Lakeisha Dixon, the breakthrough strategist. <laughs> I love, absolutely love saying my name. The breakthrough strategist, that name was given to me from a client she was like I helped her breakthrough in life and my name should be called the breakthrough strategist the breakthrough is when you're breaking through something when you have broken through some areas of barriers in your life those things cannot be put together so if you shatter a, a, a mirror when you look at that mirror there's no way all those thousands of pieces can be put back together and if they are put back together it's never put back in the original form and so when I got the name of breakthrough strategist I realized this is me because I have been broken and so many pieces and God has created a whole nother individual from what he has created me to be which is purpose and so when you're talking about the breakthrough strategies you have to know that we are going to make sure you break through and Lakeisha you are going right into my next question which is this so if someone were to come to you for life coaching what could they expect to receive from you so the areas that I specialize in is breaking you through mentally, breaking you through emotionally, breaking you through financially, breaking you through professionally. They can expect to receive prophetic insight first because I am a Christian and we pray with all of my clients before we even start. One thing I realize about life coaching is God speak to me in my right ear concerning all my clients. So when a client is on the phone with me, no matter what the issue is, some of my clients don't have um, problematic issues. Some of them are just trying to launch a business. Some of them need spiritual deliverance. And so when you coach with Lakeisha Dixon, what separates me is I hear from God strategically about the plan and purpose he has for your life. So I'm able to give you an acceleration. God uses me in the way of my clients through acceleration and suddenlies. And so when God speaks to me, I'm able to write out that plan and drop that plan of action out in a more quicker way. So what would take others a year to do when you come through Breakthrough Coaching? And Leadership Academy, you will be finished with that project within 90 days or six months. 
So, Lakeisha, I can imagine that for you to be known as a breakthrough strategist, you know something yourself about struggles, valley experiences, and overcoming life challenges to get to your place of breakthrough. What is your testimony in terms of your faith? What are some challenges that you have experienced or overcome? Or what are some pivotal moments in your life that strengthen your faith and your trust in God? <laughs> I love that question. That's a loaded question. <laughs> That's a real loaded question. But as we know that when you are in this thing called life, life is your best teacher. Absolutely. And so life has been my best teacher. You know, from the age of 17, I was diagnosed with a skin disease called psoriasis and psoriasis plagued my life. Actually, I'm still dealing with a little bit of the remnants from it. I have the scars on my skin to prove it. But the enemy has always attacked me in my body. And one thing I know, this one lady always told me, she was an older lady. She said, when the enemy attack you on your body, he knows that he can't get you through, through your mental state. Mm -hmm. So he attacked your body because if your body shut down, he know you won't say nothing about Jesus. And so I have been attacked in my body so much. I've had a tumor in my breast that God healed me supernaturally Amen. without any radiation or chemo. And so we had to go through that. We have uh, the, the, we was diagnosed with the skin disease. We had liver biopsies, skin biopsies. We had blood clots just two years ago that tried to take me out that way. I had two huge blood clots in both of my lungs. And so when we talk about this whole faith journey, it's either you're going to trust God or you're going to die. Right. And I have made a decision at a very young age age that I was going to trust God. I mean, God has always been a part of my life, but there comes a time when you know him from grandma and them, you know, right. you know them, I'm forced to go to church. And there's a time where you want to go to church because you understand that if I have to make it through this, I have to learn how to pray on my own. I have to know how to use my own faith. And I began to use my own faith because of the situations that I have been in through my physical body had, I had to believe God for healing. I had to believe God for the suddenlies. I had to believe God that he will alleviate the pain. I had to believe God that he would remove the mountain. And I realized that when every level of God that you desire to go to, God will test you. And when you get to that level, when you've been praying, okay, God, I want to heal nations. I want to travel globally and preach in the word of God. Well, you don't necessarily qualify to be at that level mm -hmm. based on your spiritual resume. You are nowhere near, right, <laughs> near right. the, 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 the process of pruning that God has to take you through. And so he have taken me through this process of pruning where I have been broke. I have been sick. I have been um, in depressed. I have had um, mental issues where I needed to go see a psychiatrist. We have had to go through, but I tell you, had I not gone through what I had to go through, I would not know how to pray like I pray. I would not know how to yes. preach like I preach. I would not know how to trust and believe God on this level of trusting and believing God for. So yeah, we have had to go through some things, but through all of it, it has taught me, it has taught me one why that I qualify to wear the name breakthrough strategist and break other people through because life is not always what we see sometimes we judge people and we say well that person like they got it made easy but you don't see the scars you know you don't see me at night when I take off my clothes and I have the blemishes the scars from the the skin disease you don't see the scar on my breast from when I had the tumor in my breast we don't see the scars from the skin biopsy we see the outward appearance and we realize and until you talk to that person you realize that the oil over their life wasn't because they were playing games the oil on their life because they had to fight real demons and devils Lakeisha, who or what inspires you outside of your faith in God to continue to persevere, to continue to go through the process when things get hard? 
Well, my inspiration, anybody knows me know I love my nephew. That's my heart. He's six years old and when he was born, I just knew that there was going to be a prophetic mantle over his life. There are so many people inspire me. My sister, um, she's my only sibling, mm. so she inspires me. I'm the oldest. She's she's about 12 and a half years younger than I am. My sister inspired me. I have a great support system. Okay. God has put some amazing friends in my life who inspires me. You know, I have a best friend. Her name is Ruth. She inspires me tremendously to do better. They cover me. I have a lot of friends and I have some, you know, my mom inspires me. My mom think I'm just a really big deal. You know, <laughs> my mom think I am really celebrity status, right? Um, my friends and my family inspires me to keep going. And my most, I have never been alone. Even when I thought I was alone and I wanted to be the victim, when God showed me my past, I have never been alone. I have never not had someone there for me. So I always have had people speaking into my ear positivity, telling me that what thus says the Lord. And when I didn't have physical people there, God sent me angels. My angels were able to entertain me. And people like Keisha, what kind of angels? Like real live angels. Mm -hmm. And so I have been inspired through multiple vehicles. You know, now um, one of my inspirations is my, my new church. Shout out to Apostle Brian Meadows. But I have really been inspired just through real people, everyday people. So Lakeisha, what is your favorite scripture or your favorite scriptures for this season of your life? I would have to say my favorite scripture for this season of my life is Matthew 6:33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added unto you, right? And so I realized that with that scripture, that scripture is so relevant because when we talk about seeking you first, the kingdom of God and all these things will be added unto you, we're talking about everything else that you need that's outside of materialistic things. Mm -hmm. I used to be, you know, when I first started my business, I thought that I used to have to have, I needed the, the nice fancy car, the big mansion. I needed all these things to be considered successful. And I realized for me, success was my peace because I had been through so much in my physical body that money was not gonna heal me. That, you know, um, me having a big fancy house with sickness and being plagued with sickness and disease was not gonna help me. And so I realized I needed to seek God wholeheartedly. I needed to trust him wholeheartedly because I needed more than money. I needed peace, I needed favor, I needed the oil. I needed to know that when I go lay hands on people, people will be healed and set free, delivered. I needed other things mm -hmm. besides just money. I needed other things besides just a man. I needed other things besides just, you know, I got my Mercedes and I'm good. I needed so much more. I needed the comfort of God and the peace of God just have really kept me in this season. I have been, this has been the most peaceful year that I have had in a long time in spite of the challenges we had to overcome, but it has just brought me so much peace. Amen, Lakeisha. There is nothing like a God-given peace. Speaking of peace in another form, what is the best piece of advice that you have ever received as you were experiencing challenges, difficulties, or struggles during your own journey to purpose? It's so funny. As soon as you asked ask that question, two things came up. The first one my aunt used to always tell me is that never place your happiness in the hands of somebody else. Mm, that's good. And so at that point, from a very young age, I knew that I was responsible for my own happiness. You know, as a 39-year-old virgin, I, I, I knew that 
I had to be responsible for me. I had to love me. I had to adore me. I had to validate me. And so when she told me that at a very young age, I believe that thing kept me because even to this day, it still rings and holds so true. Never place your happiness in the hands of somebody else. Now, somebody can come and add to your happiness, but they're not your all in all. And the second piece of advice that I heard this prophet say one time, she said, God is never less than his word. He's always better. And I want everybody who's listening to me right now know that God is never less than his word. He's always better. It doesn't matter what you're going through right now. His word still holds weight, right? His word is still weighty. Don't allow you waiting on the promises of God to become a physical weight on yourself. Because when we trust God, we are not trusting in the ability of things. We're trusting in his faithfulness. And so one of the things that I had to learn throughout my life, through all the tragedies and traumas that I experienced is that God is never less than his word he can't be less than his word how his word is already powerful and strong I can't even imagine him being any less he's always better and so it may not be in the better that you want it to be but you just have to really trust that it's always going to be better when he delivered to you that is absolutely the truth what advice or words of wisdom or encouragement would you give to our listeners especially those who are struggling to discover their purpose or those who know their purpose but they're struggling to walk in it when we are struggling another word from struggling is crises right when we have in crises we haven't learned to depend on the christ right because the christ eliminate all crises and what i realized about when we're struggling in a certain area of our lives we haven't got quiet enough before god so that we can get our mind quiet a lot of us need to really begin to pray and declare that God give us a soundness of mind God have not given you the spirit of fear but a power love and a sound mind and what I really see a lot that's happening is because we are living on social media Avenue mm. everybody appears to be doing better than you and what happens is it's causing us to be at a place of anxiety you know we don't want to wait on God we feel like I need to be doing what this person doing so we allowing other platforms to control our destiny and control our faith in God and one of the things even as an entrepreneur what I have to tell myself all the time you cannot force the hand of God on your situation mm, now you can faith the hand of God on a situation you can use right. faith with it but just because I want it so bad and I want it I think that I can manipulate God that doesn't mean that he's going to give it to me and so sometimes we get ourselves in these situations and circumstances that God say I never told you to touch that I never told you to do that and and why not you doing what I told you to do because if you do what I told you to do we can eliminate this process even now and so I want to encourage everybody who's listening to me right now is I want you to go back and tell God God what is it that you have for me to do you know the Bible tells us if we submit our plans to God he will make sure they succeed you want to make sure that whatever you want to do you have presented to God because that's going to be the one he's going to be the one who makes sure those plans succeed see it's nothing like having long-term success because success is not in things. The dictionary term for success is really completion of goals. So we have success as houses, cars, and money. But you are successful if you are completing goals. So you have to ask yourself, am I struggling because I want to struggle? Am I struggling because I'm not trusting God? Am I struggling because I'm trying to force the hand of God on the situation that he don't want me to have? Am I struggling because I have not learned how to pray and wait? 
could you imagine being plagued with a skin disease for almost 20 years and having to wait on God to heal you and you are confessing your healing every day, right? The process is the thing that teaches you the lesson. You learn the most on the journey on how to wait on God. So if you are in a place of struggle, I would recommend that you relax your mind. Tell your mind what to do. Tell your mind what to do. That's why the Bible says that you need a renewal of your mind on a daily basis. Renew your mind. Tell your mind you will not control me. You will not control my attitude. You will not control my thoughts. I command you to be sound and stable and alert. You have to tell your mind what to do because if you don't, you will allow this world to control you and tell you how you're nothing and you're worthless and you will never be the type of woman or man that God has created you to be. But we know that that devil is a liar because the God says that he before you were your mother womb, he knew you and he called you to be a prophet to the nation. Another word for prophet is an inspirational teacher. So while you round here, I'm so consumed with yourself. You're missing great opportunities for you to minister to someone and let them know how great they are. And so I want you to trust the process, trust the process, get back in a quiet place and say, God, what would you have for me to do? And that may not look like everybody else. You may not be the Beyonce of your generation. You may be a Michelle. You may be a Kelly. You may be the stage manager for Beyonce shows. You have to understand what God has called you to do and whatever he's called you to do. Just know that he's going to bless you right there and be content and be happy with that. And so we alleviate struggle by saying, you know what? I choose not to walk in this place of anxiety, this place of doubt or excitement. I choose to trust my God and he is faithful. And on that note, the doors of the church are open. <laughs> I think we're going to end the interview on that note, Lakeisha. My last question for you is if my listeners want to get in contact with you, if they want you to be their coach, if they want to connect with you, what is the best way for them to get in contact with you? LakeishaDixon.com, just as you said, um, printed out on the podcast, LakeishaDixon.com. You can find me on there. Um, you can find my products on there, the services that I offer on there. I also have a free gift for you on my website, LakeishaDixon.com. Go to my website and download your free gift called Who Am I? Three Steps to Overcoming Identity Crisis. I want you to get that book. I believe it's going to give you a head start. You can also find me on Instagram at The Breakthrough Strategist, The Breakthrough Strategist. You can find me on Facebook under my name, Lakeisha Q. Dixon, and also on Twitter on Lakeisha Q. Dixon. Lakeisha, thank you so much again for your time today. It has been an honor and a pleasure to interview you for the Pursuing Purpose podcast. Thank you so much, Monique. I am so excited. I, I'm, I'm praying that this will actually encourage your listeners. I believe that God has something in store for us, people who's really been waiting on God and really been trying in their business. I don't want you to ever give up. I want you to trust God. And when you can't trust God, you get around people who can trust God for you. But never, ever, ever stop believing because God is so faithful. So thank you so much, listeners. I appreciate you. This concludes another episode of Pursuing Purpose, the podcast. I hope that this episode really inspired and motivated you. And if it did, I encourage you to share it with others. Until next time, I pray that you will continue to rise to the call of greatness that is on your own life and that you will continue to walk in purpose. Be blessed.